The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Your credit record, your financial ID, the things that determines what rate you get on your mortgage, whether you get a credit card, what interest rate you pay on that credit card, or whether the clothing shop will open an account for you. It is what determines your financial well-being. It is a, a, a woolly and opaque number, Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja. And I can't say that I know what my credit record says about me. Uh, because the last time I looked, it was five Shocking. years out of date, and that was 10 years ago. So I hate to think what it says now. Well, you'll, you'll find out the way most South Africans do, and that is if, if, you, if it's all good when you apply for stuff, when you take out a new cell phone contract, when you whatever, home loan, whatever it is that you want to apply for, and it all goes well, then you know it's good. And that's not really the way to find out because most people find out that things aren't all that good uh, when they do try and – you know, apply for that contract or the loan or whatever it is, or maybe even the job, and um, the credit record works against them. But it, according to Credit Bureau TransUnion, fewer than 5% of the 26.5 million credit active South Africans know what their credit score is because they are not taking advantage of their legal right to a free credit check at least once a year from every credit bureau in the land. And I don't know, there are about 12 of them, so you could get one, a free one once a month. So maybe it's because they know it's bad and they really don't want to see the number because it's depressing. Um, because, and that number is, according to the National Credit Regulator, Bruce, um, the, the most recent stacks relating to like a second quarter, um, 37% of those 26 million people are more than three months behind in their credit payments. Get this, if you are within those three months, if you only defaulted for one or two months, um, you're, you're still considered to be in good standing. So 60-something percent of credit active South Africans, according to that um, description, are in good standing. So you have to be more than three months behind to be considered not in good standing. So that's 37%, which you might think is not that bad, but when you work it out, of 26.5 million people, that's 9.8 million people, nearly 10 million people who are more than three months behind. That's a lot of people who can't do the things in life that they probably want to um, because of it. Okay, so most people, only, as I said, only discover that their credit record is not great um, when they try and apply for credit and get turned down. And that is particularly sad because a lot of them, a huge proportion of those adverse listings on people's credit records are unjustified. The debt is prescribed, for example. They've paid it, but the listing hasn't been removed. Um, and, yeah, and the other reason, the fraud-riddled times that we live in, um, another reason to be on really intimate terms with your own credit record, your own credit score, is that someone could very well have applied for credit in your name and um, that, you know, you need to be on top of that. So, okay, so that's what got me talking about about credit records and credit bureaus, Bruce, is this case I dealt with recently, Sharon of Mordefontaine. Um, she, this is another scenario. She was blacklisted in inverted commas, and she found this out when she tried to apply, when she did apply for a home loan. Um, she, that, that adverse listing on her record um, was didn't belong to her. She had nothing to do with the debt. She'd never transacted with the company. Somebody, a Namibian national, it turned out, and she only found that out when she asked the um, credit ombud for help. Um, a Namibian, Namibian uh, national had an ID number that was similar to hers, and somehow she got settled with that. 
And you think, okay, that's fine. I'll complain about it. And he'll realize it's not me. Here's me and here's my ID number. And, you know, I have no track record with that company. So just take it off. Be, a, be good about it. Thank you. Two years, Bruce. Two years she sure. tried. She struggled. She wrote. She pleaded. And nothing. It still sat there. So she wrote to me. After two years, my mind is blown. To say, I don't know where to turn. And I really appreciate your help. In the past two years, I've contacted Experian, uh, the service provider who listed me. I went, I did everything. Extremely frustrating because I'm trying to apply for a bond. And one I did eventually get, um, I would have got a far better rate, as you said at the start, um, Bruce, these things. You might get a, a loan, um, but you're going to pay a lot more for it. You're going to pay a lot more to, to borrow that money. Um and yeah, so I went Experian and I said, what's going on here? Two years. Why is this woman struggling to, to get something that fixed? It's not all that complicated, if you ask me. Um, and the answer was, and I got an answer within 24 hours, Bruce. Is that impressive? Uh, we've investigated. Well, when you think it took Sharon two years to accomplish, True. Not, but not you're to Wendy, accomplish no. what she you, set out to do. You're Wendy Oh, that's the media, ninja. I think, in general. You're Wendy Ninja Nola. <laughs> And they know you, and they quite yeah, stare when you, when I'm, they see your number coming up. Well, it's it's an email address, and I I am told that they don't like it. But anyway, I got an answer within 24 hours, which said we've investigated this address listing and we've now removed it from your credit records today. We understand how frustrating this has been for her, and we apologise for the inconvenience. Is that word that I hate again? <laughs> Um, they confirmed that she'd approached them for help in September of 2020, but they had to wait for the credit over to complete its investigation before taking further action. Don't know about that. So the, it was only initiated this dispute in April of 2021. Oh, at this point, the listing was removed, but there was an error that caused it to but be reloaded all, again. Your, your point you here, Wendy, your point is we're all vulnerable to mistakes of this kind. Is there any way that we can't make ourselves bulletproof to it, but can protect ourselves against the mistakes of others? If we made a mess on our credit record, that's our own fault. Uh, but when the, the bureaus are messing it up and have not got a, an adequate enough a restitution mechanism to make it right, and they mess you around for two years, which is a substantial proportion of any human being's life, that's unforgivable. It is unforgivable. I mean, they say it, it, it they took it off, there was a delay in, in dealing with it. They took it off, they removed it, unjustified listing, in April of last year, and then it got put back. But she was constantly trying to get them to fix it, so what I don't understand. I mean, that it took a journalist intervention in one day to achieve what she couldn't do in two years on her own. She's the person. It's her. I mean, I'm just a journalist sticking my nose in, which is my job. But I just found that, you know, and people say you always, you know, grab the extreme cases. Yes, I do because it shows what is possible, what can go wrong and what shouldn't go wrong. And hopefully these cases that I and others highlight, highlight kind of lead to some fixes happening so that somebody else doesn't go through the same thing. Um, the story started with with Sharon finding out only when she tried to apply for a bond, for a bond that this that she had this um, negative score, this this neg- this adverse listing. Um, she didn't expect it to be there because it wasn't hers. But there are all sorts of other reasons why really um, 
yes, I'm talking about a, a, a bureau getting it horribly wrong, but we need to know. We need to know, like we know our ID number. We need to know our score. We, we don't don't let other people tell us when you know, and in a bad way, um, what our score is, and find out if there's something there that shouldn't be there. If there's a prescribed debt, if somebody's um, applied for for um, low, um, credit in your name, and just a last thing, check out Experian has um, a self-service portal, mycreditcheck.coza. Um, TransUnion has credit alerts that tell you when someone's trying to apply for a loan or, or, or open an account in your name. So it's another way of, of really having your your credit record up front and in your face the whole time so that you know it and you also know if someone else is impersonating you and those figures are, are skyrocketing. So, yeah, please, um, public service announcement, please get on personal terms. You too, Bruce, with your credit record. There we go. Thank you, Wendy Nola. Told, will I act on it? Eh, and I'm busy. Uh, but yes, thank you, Wendy. I hope it doesn't all go pear shape in the meantime.